0: Welcome to On The Bounce, where we discuss resilience and its practical application in our lives. Together, we'll discover the tools needed to empower ourselves, develop positive thoughts, and accomplish our goals to become the best versions of ourselves. Hello, my wonderful audience. I am excited to have this uh, podcast today with Johanna. And for so many reasons. I think that one, it is always so amazing to connect with individuals that are able to bring information that sometimes we don't realize we need. Mm -hmm. And it is sometimes always right on time. So I think for me, this is just one of those podcasts that timing wise, it's right on time for me. And I'm excited to have this conversation and really have a thought provoking podcast. So then when we leave here, we leave here inspired and really with the right mindset to implement the right actions that we need to do to start off the new year right. So I'm excited to have this conversation. So with that, without further ado, Johanna, welcome, and thank you for being on The Bounce today with us and uh, taking a few minutes out of your time and just uh, being able to have this conversation.
1: Thank you, Samira. It's always an honor to be able to share any little nuggets that I can to help people get through, especially times that... Can actually be really tough for some people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you know, as we continue to, to uh, come upon challenges, it hits us differently. And sometimes we we have these hidden challenges or these hidden uh, moments that uh, it can throw us off our game and that's why I'm really excited to uh, to have this conversation but take a few minutes and share with my audience a little bit about yourself and then we're gonna go right into the meat of potatoes of this conversation
1: oh, I love this well I've, I think I've been an entrepreneur since I was born and I've been a teacher since I was born life has really, push me in in a direction where I've always been able to kind of be creative and explore where a lot of people don't have that opportunity. So I really thank my parents and my upbringing for instead of saying no, asking me, yeah, and how are you going to make that happen? And um, I think that led to my brain being able to look more for opportunities than for excuses or or to see the problem instead of the solution it allows me to see solutions and and get less stuck in the problem so yeah i really started my first business in like third grade selling candy (laughs) and then um when i got older uh i was in a summer camp and i gave myself a job in the summer camp and 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 did some um some talent shows and, and created talent shows um and then uh, I, I snuck out of the summer camp and met the people at a paintball forest and became a referee at the paintball forest. So I, I just, I find things and I create opportunities. I threw myself a birthday party when I was turning 15 <laughs> for my sweet 15. Or it's sweet 16 in the US, but it's quinceanera in, in uh, Hispanic countries. So yes. um, I, I threw myself a party. So just having a life that's been a little different, has led me to see life a little differently but i didn't realize that i wasn't alone until mm-hmm. i became an adult and i started finding teachers that would help me understand what this thing that i could do was um because it is a thing and 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 that's now what i do most of my time i spend teaching people how to to use the, the abilities of, of their mind and to, to see themselves for what they are instead of what society has told them that they are.
0: Mm. There's so much to unpack what you just said. And I love that. Even just starting from the introduction of the power of your thoughts, the power of your creativity and being able to take opportunities and really seize the moment. And to say, "What can I do with this, and how can I make it in a way that I can benefit from it while also creating an experience for other people because this it was a it was two way for that, and then now, as the journey continues to grow, being able to connect with other people that are able to really take that take already what you had naturally." And to bloom it into something that more people can benefit from that. So I really appreciate the fact that you were never selfish about your ideas or your desires to want to want to captivate on moments.
1: Yeah, you know, I since I was a kid I always knew like this world we're not meant to do things alone. Like we are literally here to help remind each other of our power and who we are. There's no way that I can remind you without being in contact with you and there's no way you can remind me unless you're in contact with me. So if the whole goal of this experience is to walk each other home and to remind ourselves of our divinity, then it takes a tribe to do that mm. because it takes teachers and it takes experience it's it's very few are enlightened without having any type of education and and having any type of teachers yeah. um we've We've gotten so far from remembering that ourselves due to all the noise and to how much is going on at once we weren't we haven't adapted to being able to truly process as much, yes, at the subconscious level, but not at the conscious level. So we're really struggling with, with how much stuff is calling our attention right now.
0: Yeah. You know, you hit the nail on the head and I was, I actually had this conversation yesterday and I love the way that you stated is that the noise, we have become so accustomed to operating in noise and operating in distractions that it takes away from the moments that we need to be able to make progress. Yeah. yeah, we're
1: we're so easily distracted. Yes. Focus is what it takes for you to manifest what you desire. It takes you keeping your eye on a vision. When your mind is consistent being pulled in so many directions, it's so hard for you to keep that vision right there and to be what's really the driving force behind every day of your life because it's all about that dedication like it like it doesn't matter if you take a week off and you decide like i'm not doing anything but watching tv and, and and binge eating for a week because i've been working so hard that's fine like like if you give yourself permission go to town Don't regret it afterwards and beat yourself up over it afterwards. (laughs) And then, and make sure that, that like after that week is up, you tell yourself, if that's what I needed, I'm ready right now. But Mm. know that that's never really what you need. Um, but you, you need whatever you tell yourself that you need. And that's the crazy thing about the human mind. (laughs) Like whatever you convince yourself of is what the case is. Um, and no one can refute that. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's tricky to get control of our mind and to, and to really be intentional with, with everything that we do.
0: Yeah. You know, and I think that, There are moments where I feel, or I, like you said, I tell myself that I'm going to be deliberate in my actions and my thoughts and in, in my day. But like you said, and I fall victim all too often of just easy distractions Whether it be something showed up on my phone, on a trend, something that's trending, or just I have something coming up and I'm just not in the right mindset to address that. And I find anything and everything possible to avoid being able to address that. And I find myself, I call it the hamster in a wheel uh, days. And I do so much of a whole bunch of busy work. And by the end of the day, I didn't, I either did not effectively accomplish what I wanted to do, or I didn't even accomplish all the things that I wanted to do. Right. And I find myself stressing all too often coming back to this space. I find myself More often than I like, right? And this is just my moment of transparency that I'm more actively trying to get out of that space versus being intentional and being more in control about my day. So let's talk about that because I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. (laughs) I would Um, like to think that I'm a pretty effective or I'm a good employee, I'm a good mother. And, um, and I genuinely care about everything that I have going on in my life, but I struggle in those spaces.
1: Um, I think a lot of that has to do with planning with Mm. how much we actually plan what we intend to do. One thing is you having like a list in the back of your head of today. I have this to do and I have this person to call back and I have this and I have that. It's so easy to sit and then have something in front of you take away your attention when the ideas are just rambling around in your head. I'm mm-hmm. um, actually taking it down and being like, when I wake up, I'm going to do this. And then after I do that, I'm going to wake my child up. And after I do that, I'm going to get them ready. And once I'm done with them, I'm going to do this next task and I mm-hmm. can't move until this other task until this task is done. Um, and everyone's different. Let me yeah. just tell you, like, this isn't like a prescription for all, but I'll tell you now I'll be transparent. Right. And I'll tell you how my brain works. Um, I need to know what my task is from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And I need to do the one task. I am not good at being like, I'm going to spend half the day doing this and the three quarters of the day doing that. I can't, I can't do that. My brain doesn't work that way. So for example, um, I work with, with other entities and projects. So I worked for, um, I'm a coach for GPS to life success. I needed to write 12 articles that included, uh, like life hacks, like little challenges. And then I needed to do two videos and a course. So I took one whole day and I did everything. And that's enough for an entire year's worth of content. Then I got a call from a magazine that I'm a partner of. And they said, okay, we want your campaign to be every two weeks instead of every month. So I wrote all 16 articles. And now all I have to do is just edit them and shoot the videos. Like my brain works best that way. When I know that I have like a really tough task, one mistake I try not to make is, is tell myself I'm going to get it done in this amount of time when Mm. realistically like, no, like I'm going to need more time. Like I don't set myself up for failure either. Like if I know, for example, if I would have said, I'm going to write the articles, edit the articles and film the videos in one day, there's no way that that's going to happen. But I had already set up what I wanted the titles of the articles to be. So to just sit down and hash out the, the, the broader ideas. Now I'm not saying I edited them, so I didn't go through them and redo them, but I knew that I could get, it was 17 altogether. I could get those 17 articles written in one day if I just sat down from the morning when I got up till the evening and I, and I did go till nine o'clock at night. So that was a really long day. Like I worked (laughs) probably 15 hours that day. But that's another thing. An entrepreneur makes his timeline and you decide what's acceptable. And to me, spending that amount of time doing a year's worth of content is acceptable. So Mm. I'm okay with spending a day doing that. Do I do that every day? Heck no. (laughs) You will not find me working 15 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Every (laughs) but but will I give myself permission and then say oh look well look how much work I had to do no no yeah because that's something I decided and I and I think that um this all comes back to like one of our biggest staples at at Bay Lifestyle which is know thyself if Mm. you know and you understand who you are and how you operate it is easier for you to know what kind of tools you need to implement that are going to help you because none of us come here being perfect. Yeah, And even when you have all the tools in the world, it doesn't mean that one day you're going to have 10 things. Monday, I had 10 things to do. And my dad at one point said to me, so do you want to go get lunch? And I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah. I'm going to go get lunch. I got nothing done. But that also meant that Tuesday, I had to kick my butt in the gear because then I had to do the work that I left Monday and and whatever I had to do Tuesday. So So as entrepreneurs, we do have freedom, but we also need to hold ourselves accountable. Like if an employee asked me for the afternoon off, I would expect them to finish the job the next day. So right. why wouldn't I hold myself to that, same exact standard. Um, so yeah, I I think it's knowing ourselves and it's setting ourselves up to actually do it. Like if you already know having a list in your head doesn't work, trying it every day is insanity. Like, you know, it's not going to change. It's because you're, you're in your pattern in order for changes to be made. You need to establish a new pattern. And that new pattern has to have actions that are different from the ones that you were doing before so that your brain doesn't get confused and default back to what you don't want to do. Yeah. But again, you only can figure that out when you get time to know yourself and how you operate. So it still takes that self-reflection to be like, man, the weeks that I don't really write things down and I have everything in my head, it doesn't work out. Maybe I should start writing it down. Let me get a journal or get like, as much as I love my phone reminding me of things, I have to write things (laughs) physically in my journal. Like I don't do well if I can't flip through the pages and find the things that I need to find. Like my brain just works better that way as well. So even though I do use a backup on my phone because the, the calendar reminds me, whereas my book doesn't remind me, I know. I, am more accountable and I'm more successful when I write it in the darn book. So the book still <laughs> 20 years later exists. And yeah. And, and, and again, it goes back to you knowing
0: yourself. So my dad buys me this book every, every year for Christmas. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So hence that's why you have to make sure you go to lunch when you're, when dad asks, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm there. So, you know, I, I love, I love that you were able to address so much and just uh, really be very honest and simple about the solutions. Because sometimes I think some of the the challenges or some of the issues that people have with change is that they think that change needs to be this big, profound action, right? It's like what I did today today. Tomorrow at all cannot resemble what I did yesterday. And I think that sometimes where we add these unnecessary self-inflicted stressors on ourselves because we think that change has to be so, so grand Mm. when sometimes it's just a tweak. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, th- this is the thing. So the tweak starts to make you feel better about yourself. Yes, and it allows
1: <laughs> the bigger things to happen. See, yeah. but when you put something too big, and you're not, and you don't accomplish it, then you're a failure. Yeah, and you beat yourself up over it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're totally right. It, it's small things. Like for example, if you want to start meditating, and you mm-hmm. and you've never ever, you don't even really understand what's going on, and you have no idea what's going on. But you know you want to do it because everyone's doing it and they feel so great. <laughs> You're not going to tell yourself, I'm going to get up an hour early and I'm going to meditate 45 minutes in the morning. Yeah. That's not realistic. Yeah. But you can get up five minutes earlier and yes. sit tall and just focus on on your breath. Um, another technique is counting backwards from 100 to 1. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it's too hard to just focus on your breathing and your mind starts to go too crazy, that's a way to keep keep your mind focused. But you can't go from never even sitting still for two minutes to meditating for 45 <laughs> minutes like that's that's not going to happen. But if you start to learn to focus for a few minutes, then those few minutes can become a few minutes more and a few minutes yeah. more. And maybe it's never 45 minutes at once, but it's 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening. Like like anything that you're doing, no matter how small or big, that's bringing you closer to the person that you want to be, to the person you want to show up as, to what makes you actually feel good and not suffer in your mind, you're doing something right period. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if that's not making you money, or if it's not something that anybody else can see or find tangible, that is the least of what matters. Mm. What matters is that you inside have given this value to your actions, Mm. and are being grateful for the fact that you're doing it, even if it's like five minutes, five minutes of something, putting a glass of water next to your bed and drinking water in the morning instead of spending all morning drinking coffee and that, like, it's it's the little things, as you said, the easier you make it for yourself, the more likely you are to implement it, the more you implement it, that's actually you exercising your willpower.
0: Mm. The more
1: you do that, the more it allows you to exercise it in different ways. And with healthy things, the reason why starting small is best is because as you start feeling better, you can't deny it. And you want to do more because like when people are hurting, oh, my back hurts, then they don't move. So their back hurts more. Then one day they'll go exercise and they'll be like, oh, I thought I was going to be in pain and I feel so much better the next day. But then they stop again. And you're like, but but wait, but I- I Did you not make the connection? I thought you said you felt better. What happened? So- when it's when it's something that's in small quantities that you can make consistent, then you can really implement it. But if it's something that's like you went to a chiropractor, you can't go to the chiropractor every day. That's not something you as a person can fix within yourself. You're counting on somebody else fixing it for you. And that's fine and dandy if you're going to go three days a week to a chiro- or, or at least once a week to the chiropractor for the rest of your life. But if that's not what you're going to do, then what can you do for you Mm. where you're not putting it out on somebody else either?
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think that in light of where we are right now, so when we look at the economy, when we look at COVID and just all these factors that are forcing us, in many cases, change the way that we operate or having to readjust our, our lifestyles. I think that, well, one, I love the way that you articulated on the idea that, one, you have to be the one that initiates that process that is true to who you are. And I think that it's absolutely important that we continue to highlight that because it's always easy to want to look outward. And to receive help, because if I get it from outward, then that means I have that opportunity of excuse that if it doesn't happen, then it's not my fault or I'm not necessarily held accountable. Mm -hmm. And so when we have when we learn to introduce or to be consistent with self willpower, then it is just it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer because it becomes it goes from being a thing that you're that you're doing to now a lifestyle. And when you are able to positively impact your lifestyle, that's to me where you really start to have those pivotal changes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like our whole world is a mirror of our internal state of being. Mm. It isn't what other people think ever. It never, not even for one instant, doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about anything, because you could have what in somebody else's eyes is everything they've ever wanted.
0: Yeah. Isn't that funny how that works?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you could be miserable and they could be much happier, even though they're wishing that they had something that you have. And it's, it's, it's insane. So when, when we start to just sink into what's true to our being, and again, mm. that takes knowing yourself, then all those external things start to just completely not matter. Mm. Not anyone's opinion, not anyone's definition of success, not anyone the way that they live or the way that they see the world. Like I'm very open on how I feel about spirituality, and that's got me in hot water sometimes. Yeah. And I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, because if what you believe makes you suffer, Mm. then like it's on you like it's on you to start being like "Hmm, maybe what I believe doesn't serve me hmm, maybe I'm not being judged all the time. Maybe something can't hate me or blame me or think that there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm the only one that can think that because I am perfect. I'm a part of creation. I'm just an experience in the universe. That alone makes me perfect. Yeah, look how much freeing that makes me feel. (laughs) Oh man, like how you think of anything is up to you. Mm. So whether you feel like what you are doing is good or is bad, that is what will make it so. Mm. Not, n- nothing else will. So it has to start with you. It has yeah. to. It yeah. has to, has to, has to. In order for it to actually matter, it has to be you. And I think that's where yoga teaches you a little bit to be selfish. Uh, like we have such a bad connotation for the world, for the word selfish, but even in a plane, you put your mask on first, you don't put the one of the person next to you. So, oh, so now when it comes to that, you have to save yourself. Okay. Well, in anything, if, if, if that's what you think of when you think of how I can help someone else, then that is what you need to think of. You need Mm. to think of yourself first. You need to be okay. You first in order for you to help someone else. It doesn't just work on the plane. Yeah. It's in everything that we're approaching in life. In order for you to show up your best self and be your best self for others, you need to be your best self. And the only way to do that is by being selfish sometimes and taking care of yourself and learning how to draw boundaries. Um, and I think that's where yoga has helped me so much because it's helped me see things from a different perspective. And it's helped me take accountability of my life. Like, I don't think anything outside of me has any power over me but me. That makes me responsible for my actions and for the good energy or bad energy I'm bringing into this world. You can think that there's something wrong with the way of thinking about that way, because if something else is what's putting that on you, then it's not up to you. I, I refuse to think that something outside of me has any power over what's happening to me right now, especially when I know for a fact that that thing is in me, not outside mm-hmm. of me. So it can't. Um, and, and I think that's where you need to make those choices and you need to sit with yourself and be okay with the choices that you make or not make them. But Mm. for that, you need to know yourself and take the time to reflect on what in the world do you want? What do you want? Not what does Mm. your neighbor want? And if you just say money, that's a cap out. Because what do you want money for? What is it that you want with it? Because if it's to keep it in a bank account, then no, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) No, that's not what you want. Promise. Because a lot of people have it in their bank account and they work seven days a week and they have zero time to enjoy any of it. Yeah. And if I have a million dollars or $10 million or I'm a billionaire, like I'm going to be having experiences all day. My whole life (laughs) is going to be like, what can I get into next? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, but it's like that already. But, you know, it's just at a different level.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love that you uh, you took the time to highlight that because there's a couple of things that I want to take a moment and just kind of help my listeners, right? I think it's because we were harping on the fact of getting to know yourself, right? And many of us understand that. And many of us have this false idea of what we think, who we think we are, right? How do we know when we're getting closer to who we truly are? Oh my God! Because you'll be so much happier. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, like- what, what, when we say happy, like what, it, like what does that mean, right? Because I think that ha- like again, happiness is is in the the eye of the beholder. Right. Um, yeah, but it's that
1: internal joy. Mm. Like it's it's different because it's not happy like I saw my best friend today and I haven't <laughs> seen her in a while, and I'm so happy because we got to catch up. Like that's a moment of endorphins that got right. created by the brain because you're having an experience that is very familiar and it makes you feel good. Overall, joie de vivre is like like even when I lost my mom in January, in February, I had a retreat and 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 I showed up as my best self and I enjoyed, I gave mm. myself permission to enjoy myself for that experience, not letting this thing that just happened that was terrible in my life affect my present moment. Mm. because you start to realize that experiences are just a part of this that's why you're here you're here to have experiences the good the bad the ugly the sad the happy consciousness decided Mm. that it wanted to have something okay then it's doing it by creating and we happen to be able to co-create which mm. is freaking ridiculous! That the is, power yeah. that we have, yes, and, but people don't understand that, and they they give that away, mm. or they or they use it to create things that don't even make them feel good because it's not in the best intention, or it's not in you know, everything really is love, mm. because even when someone does something terrible, something in them thinks that somehow that's going to ease their pain. Mm. and it's going to make them happier. What we don't realize is that again, nothing that we do outside of us can ever, ever change the state of being that Mm. we are. Only understanding our thoughts, who we are is not our thoughts, but we are so attached to them. Yes, And we are always in them. We identify ourselves with them. So I am a woman. I am Hispanic. I am an entrepreneur. I decided not to have children. I am not religious in the sense of the world. I am a very spiritual being. Like all of those are just examples of things that the human has decided.
0: Mm. They are not
1: who I am. Not yeah. for one second is any of that who I am. Mm-hmm. I am a divine being. I am a part of consciousness that can realize itself. And I'm having an experience. But it's not my experience. It is an experience, a universal experience that's just happening. We are experiencing it based on this DNA and conditioning that this thing has received. But if you think you are so, I'm a person, then why are there wars going on in your body right Mm. now? Like, why are there colonies of beings in your being? We are just another colony of things on a being. And to be honest, I think we're a little bit of a virus to this earth. We're not necessarily like the cleanest and most amazing of beings. But the fact that we can think
0: Mm. and we can
1: co-create gives us the power to not be a virus, to actually be what saves this planet and what makes it more beautiful instead of what hurts it. Yeah. We're not, we're not meant to be walking on the planet. We are, we are alive with the planet, but because we're somehow made ourselves believe that because we're conscious and because I can say I am that, that gives me the other definition of power, which is Mm. I own. Yeah. It's the ego, the ego power, right? That's what's hurting humans your ego doesn't make you happy. You think it does. It, it may momentarily, when you tell someone off, it makes you feel good because you're better than them. Whatever, man. That, yeah. doesn't, make you, that doesn't make you happy. <laughs> that doesn't bring you eternal joy. That doesn't right. make you feel more connected. It may make you feel good for a second because you tore down his little ego, but that's not, that's not true joy. Right. But right now- that's what people are addicted to. It's those moments of like, mm. yeah, I got that person, or or yeah. I'm more than that. Um, and that's that's not allowing us to see like the ultimate joy, which is the peace that we create when we don't have judgments in our minds, when we can have a conversation and not be thinking about something else about the person during the conversation or comparing it to something else that happened to you when you can be present. Um and that's what helps you know who you are. Uh and it's not that you're going to ever be this perfect being. Like I know a part of me on the road is a maniac and that's where all my shit comes out and and I can not but I can notice that, right? And I can and I cannot let it uh, affect my Vibrational state and my joy, mm. and that's the difference. Like I laugh at myself about it, you know. Like I don't take it seriously. It still comes out. Like I don't know where <laughs> it comes from. I didn't ask <laughs> it to show up. It shows up, but it's up to me whether or not I'm going to go with that, mm. or I'm going to sit back. Like a quick example, this morning on the Six. way to take the vet to get her heartworm uh, medication, it took me half an hour to get there. Mm. On my way home, I realized it took me about seven minutes to get home. And in my head, I was like, what the heck? All this traffic in the morning. All that time that I wait. No, 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 no. Like, and then I'm like, oh, what's happening right now? What is this? What is this going on in the head? Like, no, there's no need for that. That's past. It wasn't even a big deal. Yes. Happen. I had the time. So we're we're good. It's you being able to watch. Yeah. This crazy thing that happens to your brain and disconnect from it enough to know that isn't me. Yeah. I am this other thing that's been watching this shit show. Go on. <laughs> and this human do all these amazingly crazy things, good, bad, <laughs> ugly, have emotions, whatever. That is the real you.
0: Mmm. I I love that because I feel like you just kind of uh you just captioned a par- parts of my life that I uh, <laughs> that I come in and out throughout the days. So it's funny because there are some moments where I I am able to address it or um, manage it better than other days. And and as humans, there are factors that come into play, right? how tired we are, you know, how like all these things, how busy we are, kids, work, all these things come into play. But at the, at the end of the day, it still just takes just a few seconds for us to talk to ourselves, for us to tell ourselves, what do I want to do with this? Okay, this happened. This is how I'm reacting. Now what? Where do you want this to go? How much do you want this to impact the rest of your day or the, yeah. your thought process? And just being able to, like we said, to be intentional about what we do and how we do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that awareness of that thought pattern. Like, we have a lot of similar thoughts on a daily basis. Yes. Feel it. Does it make you feel good? Are these mm. thoughts energetically, emotionally, your mood, is it making you feel good or do mm. they make you get down on yourself and, and, and affect your day? Because mm. those thoughts are yours. They're only yeah. yours and nothing outside of you can affect that. But you deciding those thoughts don't serve me. So yeah. one, I stop attaching to them. That's the hardest thing to do. Two, I figure out why they're showing up. Mm. Three. I address it, address it. You got to address it. If it's a conversation that you had, that you feel like you didn't say the right thing, or there was something left unsaid, go back to the person, Mm.
0: finish the conversation.
1: Just tell them, listen, I know that we talked about this, but there's just one more thing that's on my mind and I just can't stop thinking about it. So I have to, have to, have to hash this out. Yeah. As humans, like, we have the ability to be the masters of our thoughts. We do, mm. it, but it takes practice. It does. It, it's, a, it's practice like everything else. It, it's not going to happen in one day. You don't learn to garden in one day. You don't learn to surf in one day. You don't learn to read in one day. You don't learn to walk in one day. Like yeah. it's it, We are like these creatures that need to constantly adapt and adapt and adapt and adapt. But we are creatures that adapt and adapt and adapt. Yes. And adapt. Mm-hmm which means that by default, we can adapt out of the situation that we're in, in this moment. And it starts just by changing the way that we are looking at the things that that are happening in our minds. Mm. Those conversations, where are they coming from? Why do they keep showing up? How can I address them? Or when they show up, what strategy can I put into place to back out and put a different thought into my mind, which is part of what I teach. Like I teach people to see what you want, have a vision in your mind of what it is that you do want. And when those thoughts come that you don't want them, you come back to the vision of what you want. Mm. Because that also helps you be grateful for already having it, which is the most important thing about this time is not linear. If you can think about it, and you can figure it out. It's already yours. You just need to be grateful that it's coming. Mm. And most people can't don't operate that way because they need proof. We need proof. We need to be able to see it. Science yeah. teaches us that we have to see. <laughs> but as humans, we have certain things that we will never be able to see. And we yes. will never be able to prove. And you either have faith and believe it. Period. Or you question it and you 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 literally are like okay bye bye power <laughs> i know you're here but i'm going to give you up yeah. i don't believe in you i don't believe oh, you exist so i'm right. not going to not going to do it no no it's it's our power it's our right it's our divine gift mm-hmm. and and if you think that jesus is special all he was there to do was teach you how you could be mm-hmm. he was there to live as an example of what a human can actually get to, to use right. their energy and do Reiki, to use their words to help others believe so deeply that they heal themselves because the body already has the power to heal itself. Like what he did was not special in the sense that he wasn't there to boast. Mm. To show, oh, this, this is all the things that I could do. No, he was yes. there to be an example to what right. you and I should be striving to be.
0: Mm, nice. I love it. I love it. So this is exactly the reason why I was super excited to to, to have this conversation with you. There were so many nuggets that were reminders, our reminders needed confirmations to, uh, to continue to appreciate the journey, to continue to appreciate the ability to adapt. To be able to recognize perfection is not needed for change. And I really, really appreciate you coming here and having this conversation. Cause like I said, I, like I said, it was, it's right on time and I, I walk away a better person because of this conversation. But I definitely wanted to give you an opportunity to let my audience know. What do you have going on? What are services that you can provide to them and where can they find you and how can they connect with you?
1: Absolutely. I'm always on Instagram. It's at bay underscore lifestyle PR. My website is bay dash lifestyle.com. Right now we're doing a lot of one-on-one coaching. We have a program called ELM, which is a two to three day program that can be done on Zoom or as a retreat. You can come down to Puerto Rico and do it with me. And it's a way for you to understand what those things are that are causing suffering in your mind. It's all about unraveling how you got to the place in your life where you're anything but happy and what vision could you create that would ultimately bring you that that joy. And that includes how would you serve others? Um, what's your relationship with yourself? What do you think of? So that you can get a true idea of what you believe yourself to be. Mm. Um, so it's it's all about you getting to know yourself. Like I can't say that enough. I'm such a promoter of just taking the time to understand who you are and how mm. you operate in this experience. It's the only thing that will ever really uh, make you happy. And then I have a lot of retreats coming up, whether you want to incorporate yoga at a deeper level or you just want to come hang out, do yoga and explore uh, next next year we'll be in Ecuador in May, in Bali in September, uh, and in terms of teacher trainings we have one that's part online and and part uh, physically down here in Puerto Rico uh, January and February. Then we have Costa Rica in Montezuma in June, and if we get enough people signed up for a three hundred hour, we'll do one in Bali in October. Ooh, wow,
0: nice. Ooh. Yeah, we like. I let. Lo- I love
1: taking people to places that have a lot of energy and yeah. very different, pure cultures. It completely changes and shifts what you think of of life.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for your time today, your knowledge, and uh, just really this experience. It's so meaningful, and I've had such a great time. You are absolute ball of energy that is just so welcome. And I really, really enjoyed this podcast. So, Johanna, thank you so much for your time.
1: Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It's always an honor. Have a beautiful day. Thank
0: you. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and listening to On The Bounce. If you would like to read more on the topics discussed in today's episode, I have included the links to the research I have referenced in the episode description. Please feel free to share your thoughts and leave a comment. And as always, see you next time.